This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show on Talk Radio. AM640. Let's get to Tim Hudak on the line. Tim, how are you? Oh, that's classic Billy Joel song. Huh? Nice. I knew you'd get that reference. <laughs> nice call. Ah, Thank I like you it. very much, sir. How are you today? I'm doing very well, thanks. It's been a good day at the legislature following the Uber debate accounts. I'm actually, Kelly, I'm calling you mm-hmm. from an Uber vehicle uh, right this moment. Are you really? I am. I thought that'd be a nice touch. All right. Well, uh, you I'm know. I'm not driving, by the way. I, no, of I'm, course you're not. Yeah. Of course you're not. Unless you're taking a secondary job. And, and Tim, we want you focusing on your... Your first job, if you don't mind. There you go. All right, so this is what John Tory's proposing now. You've heard about this, I'm sure. $20 million in insurance for taxi drivers or and Uber drivers. Uh, you have to have this or you, you risk losing your license. Uh, they would ask that Uber drivers now pay $0.30 cents per trip to the city, and Uber plays, it pays a, an initial $5 million entry into the marketplace. How, you know, What do you think about this, Tim? You know, you're, you're catching me um, up quickly. I've been in the legislature all day, so I'm not sure the details. But here, here's the bottom line. Um, look, the province plays a role on the insurance side. Uh, I think it is important whether you drive for an Uber or a cab company or when more competitors come in the market like Rideco, uh, the province has a role to play to make sure there are insurance products available. There has been ride-sharing insurance in the states for a number of years now. I want to see some provincial leadership to make sure that drivers will have a competitive choice when it comes to insurance products. So in order for the city to do this, we need the province to get its act together and put products in the market. You know, I, I've heard a lot of people talking about Uber, the highs and the lows of Uber. And one of the things that people like about Uber is the fact that your driver can be rated and they have to maintain something like a 4.4 to stay employed by Uber. And so you give them stars, the clients give them stars, and the clients themselves, the, the drivers rate the clientele. So you know exactly the type of person that you're going to get when they arrive. And I think this is something that the taxi industry could actually model uh, their own app after. Uh, for sure. I mean, we're Canadians and we always talk about being fair and that there should be a level playing field. Fine. Then let's level the playing field up. How can we make cabs more like Uber? I mean, I love the fact that I know where my driver is. I, I know his name. Uh, I know uh, what his rating is. And you know what also, Kelly? They rate us. Mm-hmm. So I, I mind my manners like my mom taught me <laughs> when I'm in a vehicle. And hopefully the gentleman driving me, your name again is? Peter, uh, hopefully I would be re- behave respectfully to Peter. He's doing a hell of a job, by the way. You know what, Peter, or Tim, you've got a strike there right against you because clearly you asked him for his name before and you forgot it. So right there, it's Peter's uh, docking your points right there. I just want to throw that out. <laughs> he knows. He's going to doctor it. Now, let me let me talk about the fact that I was just reading this interesting article by Peter uh, Shenny, who is a writer with The Globe and Mail, and he's yeah. been following the taxi industry and thinks that Uber's the best thing to happen to Toronto's taxi industry in forever because he has a problem with the fact that for years and years, Toronto's cab licensing system and the plates have gone to uh, people that are quite wealthy and they're absentee license holders. So yeah. they they hire, they rent out workers to, to drive for them and then they collect the cash. And w- your workers are some sort, some of them describe themselves as serfs. Yeah. Um, there was this idea that even though uh, he, he cites here, even though plate licensing was against the law, the city had allowed it to go on for so long. This was in 1998 that it had become common practice, then people had invested in the system, that if the city killed off the plates, it could be on the hook for $1 billion plus a payout to the plate, plate holders. Do you think that is the reason why the city right now is fighting so hard to keep taxi drivers happy? Because they know that there could possibly be a massive payout. No. Um, and, and look, I think Peter's done some really good work, and what he's exposed is the indentured servitude of many taxi drivers, where, Kelly, they have to pay cash 
for the right to even go out and drive to the wealthy license owners and all the middlemen. A, a taxi driver driving for Uber actually takes home more of the fare than one driving for a taxi company because everybody takes money out of the middle. Um, I, I had a column recently in the Toronto Sun and the National Post, and I think it's a bunch of hypocrites on, on council opposing this, especially those in the centre-right. I mean, there is no conservative argument that says we should ban Uber. Competition is a good thing. We're rewarding good customer service, and there's choice. I think what the issue is, there's too many city councillors who are a little too cozy with the rich license owners, and they forgot why they're sent there city hall in the first place. Right, and those licenses, you know, they're, they're quickly losing their value. Um, yeah, that's probably true, and I feel bad for them. There's no doubt about it, but that's also a risk you always take in business. You open up any other kind of store, somebody opens up with a different product down the street, you're in competition, and I don't believe the taxpayer should bail those things out. Look, cabs are always going to play a role. Uber's been around in American cities for a number of years. Cabs still operate. They still have the street hails. People may feel more comfortable with a cab or Uber. My point is let people choose what service is best for them, and already we're seeing improvements for the cab service. We're seeing more options in Uber. And when I point out one of my columns, it's been much better for people with disabilities as well. There's more dignity in ordering a cab or, sorry, an Uber ride on demand than having to line up and wait 15 minutes, half an hour for a ride. They can get it just like everybody else. Right, so it gets to their door a little quicker. Yeah, it's, for people with disabilities, there's been a major uh, improvement now that there's options in competition. Plus, you can ride in a vehicle that doesn't say that you're disabled on the side, right? That's just been a reality. There is much more dignity in having that choice and getting out of a vehicle that doesn't have a label on it. Tim, how, uh, how, how likely is it that you think that Uber will pull out of Toronto if, if uh, City Council goes ahead and enforces the rules? Um, well, if, if City Council makes it uh, impossible for Uber to operate, I think they will pull out of town. Um, the point I make in my National Post column is it's not just voting about Uber. Uh, we're also voting about the next sharing economy app that's going to land before council very soon, whether that's Airbnb or Ontario-based companies like uh, Bl- Blank Ride that does carpooling. We had Honk Mobile and Rover that do parking apps. If the city of Toronto decides to turn this down, we're going to look like some sort of backwater. This is normal and has been for years in other major North American cities, and I'm worried that the entrepreneurs building the next big thing here in Toronto or in Ontario, they'll pull up and they'll move to San Francisco or New York City instead. Yeah, we always like to think of ourselves, and we like to yell we're a world-class city, but uh, sometimes we fall a little bit short of it. Tim, I appreciate you joining me today on the program. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Kelly. You have a good evening now. You too. Tim Hudak is a PC MPP and uh, obviously a big fan of the ride share. I should have told him to say goodbye to Peter, his Uber driver. Well, I dropped the ball on that one. I'd probably go down a couple of ratings if I had an Uber score. The AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live. Weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com.